If you like anime, you need Crunchyroll. It is the best possible streaming service to keep up with beloved ongoing series, weird as shit new stuff you've never heard of straight out of Japan, and deliciously tacky old school trash that you used to have to root around in the back of a video store to find. Like, remember back when it was called Japanimation? I miss that shit. Anyway, Crunchyroll is the best thing to happen to anime since that late night cartoon-centric cable TV programming block, which I won't name here for obvious reasons. So go to Crunchyroll.com slash comedy button and sign up for a free month-long trial today. Hello, boys and girls, and you fudgy little whales. It's me, Brian Altana. With me is Scott Bromley. You can call me Cookie Puss. Ryan Scott. Hello, everybody. And Marty Sleva. I didn't like any of those uh, previous two noises. I didn't like that at all. I didn't like like Applejack. I didn't like your sling blade. No, Tom Carvel. Uh, Tom Carvel. Yeah, do you know about Tom Carvel? You don't like my dulcet tones. Stop it. No, I don't know. I just have just a weird erection right now, and I'm you, oh, hiding it behind Marty. a pillow. It was Tom Carvel. Was that the, the Tom mouth Carvel. of the South, the, the, no, no, no. the liberal Louisiana? Tom Carvel, Cajun Carvel man? Ice Cream Stores. Yeah. No. So I, I grew up on the East Coast. They had this thing called Carvel Ice Cream. It didn't really make any sense. I, I When I learned to drive, I grew to find that there were stores dedicated to Tom Carvel. I thought yeah. Tom Carvel was just a dude that made cakes that ended up in stores. Sure. But he had his own... He had his own places, like in mid mall eatery type of things, okay. and and also like when you drive by a strip mall and there's like a, you know, like a, I don't know, like a Boost mobile store, mm-hmm. and a, <laughs> yeah, a CVS. Are. In between those two is this like a little Carvel thing. People would go in there on the East Coast in the summer when it got warm out, and then oh, Italian people were really into this too. They would buy ice cream cakes, and so ice cream cakes basically had these it's cake like, made of ice cream. Cake made of ice yeah. cream. You've, you guys have all had sure. it before. When people are always like, "Oh, ice cream or cake," I'm like, well, "Fucking both, dude. Yeah. Get your shit together." <laughs> and so they, their their signature thing was that they put these <laughs> goddamn like crunchies on them, and it was kind of like um, almost like a hard rockier pop rock caramelized. Uh, coagulated Oreo cookie okay. that he just like mulched through a fucking wood chipper sure. and put all over this whale, uh, which was one of their signature things. So the thing was, they had this big cake pan mold that you eventually could buy if you wanted to fell feeling frisky and alcoholic and you want to make your own <laughs> cake at home. And so Fudgy the Whale was a giant chocolate cake shaped like a whale. <clears throat> but in Christmas, they figured out. Flip it upside down. If you flip the if you flip the mold upside down, it could turn into Santa's beard, and so they would do uh, a quasi religious icon, yeah, and then sell Santa cakes at Christmas. But then if you flipped it upside down again, it looked like a drunk Irishman doing a jig, yeah, and it would be like McFudgy the whale, yeah, yeah, this, uh, this or like Tommy O'Shanter, Tommy O, yeah, Michalutz or whatever yeah. the fuck his name was. <laughs> so. Uh, this is so kind of they had like a Rorschach cake. Yeah, this is yeah. either a Santa beard or a whale, or it's like the Wu Tang logo. They where had, it's like yeah, the, the W up, the Method Man down, and the yeah. Jesus. Well, they had way. yeah, they yes. had they had two they had two cake pans. Yeah. It was Fudgy the Whale and Cookie Puss. Yeah, and Cookie Puss was like a, a, a clown alien, but it could also be like. A, a girl like a conehead girl with huge tits nice. yeah it was really weird because it's like it i mean you didn't really think of like cakes to have a specific like character theme right sure. it, was, it was just like oh an ice cream cake and then you write whatever you want on it and that was that because was that. it usually doesn't no one gives a shit like yeah. no one is ever like man look at the shape of that cake they're always like just can we eat it yeah that's it right yeah. uh so it was mostly just like I, I think it was mostly on the East Coast, but um, so eventually they, they branched into other things. They started doing big ice cream cones and shit like that. Gotcha. Um, I'm actually pulling up some pictures from Marty right now, yeah. but yeah. So Fudgy the Whale, as you can see, I see that man, giant fucking whale, d- fucking delicious cake. Like, don't get yeah. me wrong, delicious. And you could you could write shit on it like a whale of a dad, which means your f- dad was fat. Yeah. You know, they also made footballs in case your dad was fat. <laughs> <laughs> and a bunch of other things. Wait, wait, where did this voice come from? And so that's the the guy who the guy, whatever Chuck Carvel or Tom Carvel, Tom Carvel would get on the commercial, and he had this voice that was very gravelly. But this is this is the uh, this is what Fudgy looked like. He was just basically like. He looked like a big penis and like yeah, a big totally looks like balls. a dick and balls going right yeah. into a vulva. So you can't see it at home, but it looks like a big white eggplant with like. Fudgy a- the whale is back. That's a whale of a cake for a whale of a dad. It's your participating Carvel ice cream store. Yep, and this year your Carvel dealer makes them loaded with fudge and nuts, and you can get fudgy with an ocean to serve twenty people. But if you want to send Fudgy the whale to a whale of a dad <laughs> anywhere in the Carvel territory, yeah, you call the phone number that you see here. Thank you, and have a happy day, Dad. 
And dude, his his like his video is so, his voiceover is so fucking weird because he stops like yeah. periodically. Like, like, he hey, stops like hey, halfway hey. through a word. Yeah. Well, he also just seems to kind of do. You casually uses like a hard end and a hardies. I, I, I yeah. a hard end and a hardies. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's yeah. that's have yeah. a great yeah. day. So yeah, we had these a lot growing up. As as for some reason, Italians really love ice cream. They love ice cream sandwiches. They love ice cream cake. They love mm-hmm. Italian. Italian ice. I mean, there's a whole fucking name, which is it's just Italian ice. Is just I don't know why Italians own this, but it is just frozen water in a and, shitty little yeah. cup with like a wooden spoon. Yeah, and I like, it's Italian yeah, ice. You know, I was in Anaheim uh, a couple weeks ago, and there was some some Italian ice store, and it yeah. had a fucking line around the block. It's crazy. I was in I was in Tokyo, and they have this thing called shaved ice that are like these volcanoes, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. The big thing in Tokyo is that the, the food that people are really into is the shit that photographs really yeah. well. Right. Anything that looks like great on Instagram, they're like, I want that, and that's why no one eats like. I don't know, porridge. <laughs> porridge is some sad shit unless there's fucking three bears sitting in front of yeah, it. Right. In which case, put that shit on Instagram. Yeah, that's very good on Instagram, actually. Yeah, that's a great one. Or like soup, right? Yeah. Like right. No one's ever like, ah, meat and soup. Unless there's an right. old man with his whole beard in it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's Instagram Can you imagine Kim Kardashian, right? She's got one of the highest Instagram followings in the world. If she took a picture of just like some split pea soup <laughs> and she was like, hey, guys, I'm having a real good lunch today. And you know that's the kind of shit she's eating, too, like that and like, you know, smoothies. God, if I worked for Campbell's, I would just like pay selena gomez so much money just to put up a sad sad photo of soup on her Instagram. right and she's spelling out selena like in yeah. in the bo- blood ass letters and blood. <laughs> in blood i was at a bar the other night and they were like oh it's our evening menu and i looked the first thing on the menu was tomato soup mm. yeah that's not and right. I was tomato like, soup put what it. because you don't fucking have like nine jaeger bombs that order tomato soup <laughs> That's one of the most, like, visually recognizable thrown-up foods in the world. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, after nine Jaeger bombs and you throw up tomato soup, you're going to be like... Am I dying? I'm dead. I'm dead. Well, if you just have the tomato soup, skip the Jaeger But it's just a weird, that's a weird Mm -hmm. evening menu. Why don't you just stay inside all day and they'll never see the sun? Yeah, maybe you should. No. Why do you eat like one of Charlie Bucket's grandparents? (laughs) (laughs) I never thought that I could see. <laughs> um, Over the tomato soup and ecstasy. You can't tell from the uh, utterly just non-award winning or nominated conversation <laughs> we've had for the last 15 minutes. But for as long as I've known Scott Bromley and probably three or four times longer than, than that in the course of his very long life, he's had one goal and that is to win a fucking goddamn Emmy. Yeah, it's still a goal. It's still, it's a, still goal. a goal. It's still but a goal. I, I got closer to the goal uh, yeah. a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I got nominated for an Emmy for so, the fucking Star Wars show. The, the fucking star on Red Tube. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Red Five Tube. Which you've this been, ain't the Star Wars. Which show. you've been doing for what a year now? Uh, a, a, year and a, half? About a year. Year and change. Yeah, a year and change. Yeah, it, it launched May 11th. I think got nominated for an Emmy. Yeah, second year they've ever had the category. Uh, first. First time that they announced the category, I was in Costa Rica, and I told, and I was still working on getting the show launched, and I told my boss that my goal now is to get us uh, nominated in that category. What's for, the category? It is Outstanding Short Form Variety Series. Oh, wow. Nice. Um, and I told him I, the goal is to get nominated in that category, and the first year we missed eligibility by two episodes because you need six by Did you not have enough variety or were you too uh, short? (laughs) No, no, (laughs) no, you, you need to have, you need to have at least, um, 10 episodes between, the certain certain dates. So to me, and like, we had six episodes by the time the cutoff was. So we were, we were short. So I said, "All right, next year, we're fucking getting that Emmy right. nomination in that category." And then, because sure, the, sure, cate- the category oh, sounds shit. like uncompetably large. Basically, like sure. it's it sounds, huge. It so, sounds like you're you could technically go up against. So like, I mean, when you're, you're, you're the, up against like PewDiePie. Like, no, like no, no we're up against The Voice, The Daily Show. Yeah, I don't know. Um, like yeah. when YouTube launched, there was like the what? first of ten videos. Yeah. Two of the videos were that monkey that was smelling his hand and falling out of the tree. Right. Mm-hmm. Technically, that's a short form. Variety short form variety. Series. So yeah. the problem the the problem with the category is and there were a lot of articles and at first you know my whole like 
like fuck you to anyone who says anything bad that's like my my knee-jerk reaction so when i read this article they're like uh the short form emmy category still missing the mark i was like fuck you we're short form emmys we're we're doing it right because it's supposed to be an internet thing and i realized that they were lumping of all the of the 15 shows across three categories that are nominated 10 of them aren't technically what the category is like auxiliary components of existing television shows correct so it's like inside broad city it's like well no no that's just that's just just bonus material the last five minutes of a game of thrones episode so like like when they when they were like 10 of these shows they're auxiliary so i was like oh fuck you they're lumping our show in because it has star wars in the title thinking that we're just fucking bonus materials for the dvd when we actually do write and produce an original program every single week you're also not but then you're also not like supplemental content to anything specific Correct. in Star Wars. You cover all things Star Wars. Correct. And I was at first I was like, fuck you. And you also then, break news on yeah, that show. And, and and I was and then I real and then I read the article and I went, Oh, we're one of the five that they are like, Better. Oh, this yeah. is this yeah. is actually what the category is intended for. And, and the you category deleted your when, comment. <laughs> yeah. When when the category was launched, they were like, Oh, you know, because YouTube Red is out and they have all of this, all of these original programs that of course. are eligible for this. And um what the what end, ended up happening is that a bunch of studios and people don't understand the category yet. So our category is it is uh, the Daily Show. We're up against the Daily Show, and it's that show is taking all of the bits that are actually legitimately better than the show itself, where Trevor Noah is just riffing mm-hmm. during commercial breaks, cutting them together and putting it online. Okay, so it's. Okay. Outtakes. Or, yes. Yeah. The voice is taking all of the material with the contestants they didn't use on the show mm-hmm. and putting it so on the shot in Friday. Yeah. And then uh, honest trailers and uh, which is the show epic rap battles of history and then our show. Yeah. So those are the those are the five that are in our category. Yeah. So the other two are legit are, original yeah, shows. Are, are, are legit internet shows. Mm. Um, and uh yeah so anyway i when regardless of of the industry as a whole not figuring out and i think it's i think it's a it's a byproduct of not enough people who work in internet video are actually in the television academy yeah Um, i mean you see the same thing with the animation categories in the academy awards every single year where they're like where does this go or or how jethro atoll won the best heavy metal album the first year right in the grammys right against metallica and slayer and anthrax yeah i mean we've seen this shit too where like three six mafia wins like last year didn't even get suits right and last year we weren't expecting this at all that's a great story last year last year it was like internet show internet show internet show internet show steve buscemi's show they put on aol and that's the one that won right um so last like aol is the number one source for steve buscemi's show (laughs) (laughs) true but you got mail and steve buscemi's show but anyway we uh we I, I had when this category came out, like my whole goal with the show was like, look, we're we'll submit to get nominated. We're, we we are definitely capable of of creating enough shows and enough content to at least submit. And then we got shortlisted, and shortlisted is like all of the everyone can submit, and then if you qualify, you're shortlisted. And then we were shortlisted, and it was like us in our in that particular category. We had like a one in. So what, wait, one what in is, ten chance of getting sh- nominated. What does shortlisted mean? Shortlisted is they hand out a, a when you're in the television academy, which I'm in the television academy now, which That's is awesome, fucking awesome. Um, but uh, when when you're in the television academy, they before they s- announce the official nominations, they send out this giant booklet of everything that is eligible. And the categories they are eligible for, right? And you that's flip through this, down. and you flip through this, and you name five oh. from this giant. So, like for our category had something like thirty, thirty-eight. So when you're like in LA around the season, you see those bus ads go billboards by say, everywhere for your consideration. Yes. That's sort of reminding people that in the same way, like you know, politicians campaign, correct? Shows, uh, albums, all campaign. that stuff. Shows Everything campaign. just goes, hey. Don't forget yep. about us. Don't forget yeah. about yeah. us. Yeah. Interesting. Yep. Cool. Um, so we did that, and um, we did a four-year consideration campaign only on our show, and then at the very end, 
uh, we did a very, very small ad buy on um, Deadline, which is an industry trade. Mm-hmm. And, and, but it was on, like, the last possible day on a Sunday. So n- nobody saw it. Yeah. Um, and then a very small ad buy, targeted ad buy on Facebook. Not Nothing big. And then we waited two weeks. And then the Emmy nominations came out. And... I woke up that morning and I was flying to D23 that morning and I wasn't expecting a nomination at all and time had passed and I didn't want to torture myself by like refreshing it and then being disappointed. But of course that lasted like 30 minutes after it was out. I was like, you know, fuck it. I'll check. Mm -hmm. So I go to the Academy, I I go to the, the Emmys website and it has the full list because you know, the, the real Emmys were out, but the creative arts Emmys were not out. Or they were released at that time, but no one's talking about those. Right. So I go check and I scroll through the the best short form variety, and we had uh, applied for other categories as well. We were shortlisted for other categories. I had five shows, five, all five of my shows were shortlisted in different categories. Mm-hmm. I scroll down to that one first, and I'm what going, other what other categories did you put your show on? Um, well, not my, just my show, but like Rebels Recon, the right. Red Carpet, the the uh, but the Red Carpet like. It was good, but we're going up against the Academy Awards red sure, carpet. Yeah. And did, like the other real red carpets. Um, so anyway, uh, we I scroll down. What, and what about the triple X return of Xander Cage? Red that was a really good one. I you could have submitted that. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Next year, the Xander will return. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, it was a chance. And then both celebration live streams were in there as well. Um, but anyway, I, I, was, I scrolled down and I saw, I was like, honest trailer's cool. You guys got another nom. Oh, uh, epic rap battles. Congratulations. You got another, another nom. The Voice, Daily Show, Star Wars Show. There's Scott Bromley. Whoa! <laughs> and I, I just kind of was like. Did you yell? I, I, no, I did. Well, I yelled in my mind. I was like, and, and I kind of just went, holy shit. Shit. And then I immediately called Stacy and she was at work. No, she was at work, so I had to text her. So I said, uh, better get a ball gown to her. And then I called my boss, who was hungover and asleep at the time, because this was like nine o'clock and his brother was in town. And he's like, hello, what's wrong? And I go, rent a tuxedo, motherfucker, because we got it. And he's like, are you kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, yes. Because <laughs> we've, we've, we've always felt like the redheaded stepchild of, of uh, the, the, the world that we live in. Yeah, of course. Um, and so, and then I, I called Andy, who was also nominated, the host of our show. And I called the other producer who also and told him we were all like were you the first person to know i was the first person to know wow i was the first person to know and the only one who checked and so so i went around telling everybody and called my parents and talked to stacy and then let out a a tiny a tiny couple tears because i was like finally yeah um can't take that off my resume yeah, no matter what, you you are Emmy nominated. Yeah, no Emmy nominated. Emmy no, like nominated this has been such a running theme that, like, literally, I'm looking at it right now. When yeah. I went to Barcelona for my honeymoon a couple years ago, I brought Scott uh, the a little pooping the yeah. ca- the little, which little. is the the little statues that they uh, the pooping yeah. statues, and his is uh, an Academy Award. Yeah, and he's a gold man squatting, a gold man squatting, holding I I don't know his like his his entrails or something yeah and he's, he's actually sh- dying he's just shitting gold out of his ass yeah because actually, i've been like scott i know this statue is the most important thing in the world to you <laughs> and i know how much crap. you love shitting so <laughs> so put them together yeah. and what do no, you know as long as i've known you this has been bobbity boo this has been a quest yeah it's been a quest it's it's i have been very very focused on on this on this whole thing that's why i kind of like saved that piece of paper that says welcome to the television academy because it's fucking awesome it's yeah. something i've always wanted since i was a little kid um, cause I love TV so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, it was perfect timing, shitty timing in the sense that I couldn't be, you know, here to celebrate with friends and family, but perfect timing because I was going to D23 where all, all of my bosses' bosses were. Right. And we were the only show yeah. that was nominated yeah. for an Emmy. So, well, it it's also like, like, I mean, it's shitty that you're <clears throat> not home celebrating, but you're working your like fifth you know, offsite trip 
in a wa- in in as many days or weeks. Yeah, or I, fuck. yeah. I mean, we're in. We're on. It's July twenty fifth. Spoilers. Whenever this goes up, it's July twenty fifth, and I have been working straight since the fourth, and I have but not had a day off. And, and that's a reminder that what you're doing is working in some way. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, and I people think, were like, "What are you going to do to celebrate?" And I'm like, "Taking a flight to Anaheim and working all weekend." Yeah. yeah. Now you have the cloud to be like, "I'm taking a day off whenever mm, I want." Not really. What? <laughs> not yet. It's a nomination, not a win. Uh, Still, <laughs> um, man. No, but it was crazy. Like getting getting an email from from Kathleen Kennedy, congratulating me, and uh, one from Linwin Brennan, who runs uh, Lucasfilm or in- Industrial Light and Magic, and and all of them. And I saw you know I see these people in the hall, so it was yeah, it was really fucking cool. And um, being at D twenty three, and then seeing the other executives are like, holy shit! And I'm like, yeah, it's fucking wild, yeah. man. And then. Um, it was just a running gag the whole weekend when we were shooting stuff. Like we shot stuff with uh, Janina Gavankar mm-hmm. from Battlefront. The whole thing is like, you guys are nominated for an Emmy. This is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> this is stupid. Um, yeah, your Emmy nominated show uh, ran upstairs to my stage show the other day. That's true. Like, hey, can I borrow a, a XLR cable? Ca- an XLR cable because ours broke. <laughs> yeah, because like we're that's that's the joy of all this shit. Right? No, it's it's such a like the whole the, regardless of all of this like we're up against the voice in the daily show and then it's it's us going like yeah we shoot our show in a in an old copy room yep. yeah <laughs> with five like the there are literally two names missing from the nomination and you have the entire crew yeah nominated for an emmy well i think that's the like that's the kind of beauty of all of this is that every single thing or almost every single thing you love is kind of being made in a smaller room than you think it is mm-hmm. well like, yeah it's always uh, like you went on when i was on the price is right i was like whoa this is so small yeah, yeah like that room looks like a football field on yeah, tv but it is uh, the size of my living room i went i used to go see uh like letterman conan and the old daily show when i lived mm-hmm. in new york city because it was super easy to get tickets back then before we had terrible presidents and then right. all of a sudden it got very hard right. uh <laughs> And Bush Bush kicked that off, which was a great problem to have if right. you're trying to host a successful show yeah, about right. politics. Um, and I was always just so surprised at how few people work on those things. Mm-hmm. Even when I, when Drucker got me to see Fallon a few years ago, you're like, you know, there's a big crew here, but this is a small room. Yeah, right. You know, people say the same thing about when they see the IGN studio. Oh yeah, I'm like, oh, this is where everything is shot. It's all in this like <laughs> yeah, you just move up, move the camera over to this wall. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the, like the up at noon room. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah slash yeah, the Beyond tiny. room slash the every show you watch every at IGN show. Every live stream, yeah. everything is, yeah. is, is just done. And yours, yours is literally in a copy machine room, right? It is. It is a very, very small room that, um, because of my time at um, Rev Three, I learned how to use every square of every wall as a different set. Yeah. So th- we definitely utilize our space as much yeah. as possible. You, use all you know what? I hope you get a bigger room. Well, that's not up to us. Well, I mean, I I I hope you get a bigger statue that isn't shitting. Yeah, and his name is Emerald. Yeah, so so (laughs) we if you get the nice statue, maybe then you get a bigger room. Yeah, maybe we can get you like a uh, if if you don't get the statue, we can get you like a bronzed Emerald Lugosi (laughs) hot toys (laughs) sideshow collectible. That'd be great. Emerald Lugosi, like Bella Lugosi. Yeah, Bella Lugosi, Bella Lugosi, but in orange Crocs. (laughs) (laughs) Are you gonna wear a bow tie to the? the, Yes. Right. I'm going to wear a tuxedo to the thing. Um, yeah, get to go to the get to go to the Emmys. Not the not the prime time, but the creative arts. But the but our show is still airing on television. It airs on FXX the night before the real Emmys. That fucking rules. Do you know who's uh, hosting those Emmys? Uh, I don't. It's usually like a cavalcade of everyone. Yeah. So I don't usually know cool, uh, some cool actors. Yeah, there's yeah. some cool actors on creative arts. So our our category is on creative arts. And the other cool thing is that um, the at least um, for us and Lucasfilm is that um the crew of rebels which are have always been super supportive of everything that we do because we're uh, of everything that that star wars show and we do rebels recon and they're like they're like we all talk to each other and hang out and they got nominated for their first emmy for that's awesome. for rebels the same year so that we're is. all we're all going down together that's awesome so it's gonna be really really cool and um i always thought it was a cliche but yes it is true it is an honor just to be nominated yeah because you of course. They, they can't they cannot take it's they can't take it off my resume nope but nope. even if you win they could take it away from you like that happened to uh to to la la land it won, and then they took it away from me. Yeah, but that's, that's an Oscar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. No one's ever fucked up at the Emmys. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> they haven't been Pia Zadora yet. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. See, yeah, that's uh, that's bar trivia. Yeah. That's Butter- bar trivia. from the movie Butterfly. And the you Golden never know, Globes. man. They could be like, and the award winner is the Star Wars shown at the last second. They're like, oops, it's actually AOL's two black guys making out on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> Tuesday nights after Steve Buscemi's You've Got Mail. If they did that, I would be like, you know what? They fucking deserve I would hear, it. I would hear you stand up and I would hear. Yeah. Just a yeah. very slow clap in the yeah. entire room and be like, so, I get it. Yeah. So it's crazy. Like, um, the, the, the even even crazier part is that the as we talked about the four year consideration billboards, um, they are putting up a giant four year consideration boulevard uh, billboard on Sunset Boulevard for the Star Wars show. That's fucking insane. Which is insane. Yeah, and other they're putting billboards uh, in other spots. In do you know what kind LA. of what, what you got to get? You got to get that billboard across the street from the Hollywood Roosevelt. That had Tommy Wiseau's dumb face on it. Yeah, I don't know where. I don't know which one it is, but it is a it is a Disney owned billboard. So it's. Do you know what the billboard's going to say? Uh, yes, I, I believe it says on an Emmy ballot, not so far, far away. That's awesome. Um, it should have a picture of Yoda and say "Your for consideration." Yeah, your for consideration. I wanted there. There were a lot of funny concepts we wanted <laughs> for to consideration. Do. You will. Yeah. Um, Snake I date. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're doing that's that's happening. Is that like a Yoda laugh. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Get your ship out. That's happening. In, in, in How about Jar Jar and it says Misa considering you. <laughs> I actually wanted to do, I really wanted to do a riff on the old National Lampoon cover mm-hmm. where it's a gun to Jar Jar's head. Oh my God. And it says, if you give us an Emmy, we'll kill this Jar Jar. <laughs> so I imagine they, sh- no they pun intended, shot that down they incredibly did. quickly. They did. They did. I also, <laughs> thing, I also yeah, submitted, I, I also submitted my other favorite slogan, free cocaine. Yep. I free cocaine. Here's the thing. Yeah. And we say this all the time. We've been saying it for years. You got to pitch the the darkest oh yeah most miserable worst ideas so when they say no you can rein it back you can rein you it give back. them the one you actually oh. think you that you actually it. think yeah. you can get they're away taking with. they're taking the government approach yeah yeah, yeah. exactly so <laughs> so yeah if you bill. if you live in la <laughs> if you guys live in la and you are in the comedy button take a take a picture of that billboard when it goes up and that's right and Do you know put what's it going up it's supposed to go up the end of the month one of them then the Emmys, our award ceremony is on September 10th. Gotcha. Do you, um, do you get to invite a bunch of people? I, Can we go with you? I think I have a plus one. Oh. So, I will, so yes, it is you, Ryan. It's it is you, Ryan. you. Yeah. yeah. Stacy oh. doesn't want to oh, go, wow. so I will, I will take okay. you. Yeah. yeah. Right. You ready to go to the Emmys? You ready to go see Felicia Day in person? I've seen Felicia Day in person. All right. I was just assuming that she would just be at the Creative Arts Emmys That's at right. all times. She seems like someone would be there. I podcasted with her. Yeah, Scott was trying to narrow down his plus one, and he said, let me bring the guy that fucking doesn't go down the street from his house. Yeah. (laughs) Are the Emmys in Sunnyvale this year? Yeah, Yeah, it's getting an Emmy for a town that looks most like Duckburg. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be fucking proud to accept that. Yeah. So it's going to be a crazy ride. I am enjoying the hell out of it. Mm -hmm. Um, It has been a very fun couple of weeks to, to just ride and enjoy it and i i keep reminding everyone that it's not normal it doesn't happen all the time enjoy yep. every second of it yeah, yeah that rules yeah, yeah. so probably been, if you aren't married you. that and you got that statue you'd be getting laid all the time just thinking, uh, yeah you can no. use it to, you can use it to pleasure them <laughs> no i don't know it's, it's a little more spiky than a than a it's got a big globe in the front so yeah. you kind of got to be into fisting at first true. yeah then this, you need to be into fish make, dude mr oscar is very very he's very, he's very fuckable but but the you emmy know. the emmy girl <laughs> If you head over to Sideshow Collectibles, you'll be able to buy a bunch of accessories for it, like such as an adult man diaper. <laughs> Stop it from pooping. Oh, you, you think I'm not going to be dressing up that girl, Emmy? Oh, I know all you sorts will. of wacky outfits I if I will. get her in here. Get yeah. a little Barbie wigs and shit like yeah. that. Oh, my wait, God. Wait, it's a whole, who gets to keep the Emmy? Everyone, Everyone gets nominated. one. Everyone yeah. nominated gets oh, one. This okay. isn't like that, epi- that issue. It's not like of, one you have to no, share. No, we don't have to bring. No, it's not like it's Mean not Girls. It's like Simpsons having no, to share everybody, the comic. Yeah, it's not like the Stanley Cup where you get it for a week, you nut in it, and baptize a baby, throw it in a pool, and it to Wayne. Here's how it goes, Ryan. 
if if we win, knock on wood, uh, the show gets one. Knock on wood is nominated for a different category. The show gets one, which goes to the studio. They can do whatever they want with it. They can display it anywhere they yeah. want. And then the people Music. nominated gets, gets one. So it's my executive producer, me, the other producer, and the host. Cool. Yep. Nice. And that's and so we have uh, more Emmy nominations than the hit CW show Riverdale. Ooh. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> take that, take jughead. That, take that, juggy. That's because that man can't settle on a woman. Yep. Yeah, he wants to fuck one. several women on that show. I know. It's yeah. very unfair. And his whole, his whole, the crux of his character is that he's too good at everything. But yeah, but does he have a naked gold man in his house? No, that, <laughs> he certainly know. doesn't. Okay, could be, two, that, that could be the Southside Serpent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Probably by season three when they add werewolves. <laughs> God, well, I, I actually think they're going to add werewolves. No, God, that's fu- that's so. fucking awesome. It's, Thanks. Uh, yeah. My brother works for Major League Baseball. Yeah. And like he he some I think I think I talked about this before, but he worked on the stuff that like gets played. Like they used to sell those DVDs after like the Yankees won right. the series and stuff yeah. like that. And so those are like that's a big prestigious thing. And it's the same kind of thing where you work late, you grind all year, mm-hmm. but there's like once a year there's this opportunity to pick your head up and be like, oh fuck, like yep. this pays off. Mm-hmm. And they you know he's won for that before, and it's like. It's a it's a yep. fucking cool statue. It is a like, cool statue. As, as a guy that has a desk covered in toys, just on the most basic level of it as a sculpted piece of object right. to put in your home, it is a fucking gorgeous statue. Yeah, and and more for me was the the reason why I've been lusting and questing after this is because I chose the internet. Yeah. Instead of television and the fact that television is saying, oh, the Internet is the future and it is a viable medium and it is a real medium that you can compete in. And the fact that there are only 15 shows on the entire Internet that they have said, yeah, I know this is what year two of the Internet. Is that what? Year two. This is year two of the category. Al Gore just farted. Yes. <laughs> this is the second year of the of category, category of yeah. the category period. So like, because you get all that shit like the Webby Awards. Totally, and like those are great. Those are cool. But the thing, the thing with this award is unlike the Webbies or the Streamies, and and those awards, and of which. I, I won a Webby this year too for Star Wars show and the red do you carpet. Get a Webby statues? You do. You, it's like a spring. It's like a it's like a, a spring statue. Um, like a slinky? Uh, yeah, kind of. Um, but the uh, the th- Funko Pop, a little Funko Pop. Um, the thing with the the thing with those is, while they are judged, they are judged by a category of uh, are judged by a panel of of industry insiders and experts. They also open judging to fans. Mm. And this is an award that is like no, it's by yeah. your peers. This you can't cook just, the books with votes. This, yeah, like you can't be like like and subscribe and vote. Um, you just have it. Just it's just up to your peers. Yeah, I, I like I. Anytime I've ever been in one of those situations where they're just like, hey, like you, you can get this thing, but you got to get the most votes. I'm always just like, I'm out. Right. Like this means yeah. nothing. I'm I'm not going to cook the. And you still have this. to campaign hard and for me the fact that we have to campaign right. is weird the fact yeah. that they're putting up a, that disney is putting up a billboard to campaign for us is even fucking weirder but it's is cool that how billboards work where like disney owns that billboard they pre-bought they pre-bought a bunch of spaces uh in case oh, okay but it's not like di- all year round something disney is on that billboard no no but they know like they, come award they, season come award season that this is the block that you're going to want to buy this right. is the, the block of this is the block of time you're going to want to buy on the block of street you're going to want to buy gotcha. for this time. And so they hold it. Pretty and cool. they can give it up if, if, if nothing got nominated. Sure. But they have, they have it held. Pretty and cool. we were nominated. And so we get cool. it. That's so exciting. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's really a, it's, exciting. So, it's so fascinating the way all that comes together. And I think it's like really interesting now that we are documenting the weird convergence of TV. This is age-old, mm-hmm. fucking, what, 60, 70-year-old medium now? Yep. Like, yep. Uh, meeting... The internet and both sides not wanting to give up much and start figuring they out how don't. to work with each other. They don't. But it's also like you look at TV, it's it's better than it's ever been, you know, I would say. It is better than it's ever been. And, and so is internet, you know? It is. But the problem is, is that the TV people are like, hey, well, we fucking know how to do this. And then right. they put it on the internet. And the way that they do it is disingenuous to the medium and it doesn't work. And well, so we, the we, problem that you're still going to be fighting on on the internet is people are going to be doing really good stuff that isn't going to get seen or picked up right or or get the amount of exposure that is required and it's still going to have to fight 
for at least the next 20 years before it becomes well, and like if you're young a standard here, medium here's a microcosmic version of that very same battle we saw in the last few years like vine vine popped up mm-hmm. and youtubers mm-hmm. were like vine is bullshit and TV people were like, YouTube is bullshit. Mm-hmm. And everyone is looking down at something that's smaller than the thing that they're making. And, and, and you're, they're looking at it you know, with these sort of incredulous intents to kind of say, like, oh, the, you have to put time. To, like, I watched this movie, Style Wars, recently, which is, like, one of my favorite documentaries of all time. It's about 80s graffiti in New York City. And it's all these guys. They do these huge end-to-end burners, these train paintings, like, just fucking tag their names. But then you got these guys that would come in and do these things called throwies, which ba- they basically just write, like, Frank. <laughs> yeah. Real quick. And they're like, that's, I have a dope hand style. I do it real quick. I throw it out there and I move out of the way. And all the old school graffiti guys are like, that's bullshit. That's not art. And I'm thinking about it like in the way we see shit now. And I'm like, oh, well, like that's TV talking to YouTube. That's internet. Uh, that's, that's YouTube talking to Vine. Yeah. That's Vine talking to photographers. Like, yeah. you know, like everyone looks at something smaller than them and being like, this is not the way it should be. But that's the way people are exuding creativity and confidence mm-hmm. and intelligence and ideas. Unfortunately, and, they were right about Vine. But I look at the yeah, well, they were. <laughs> but I look at the Star Wars show, and the Star Wars show is about as close as you can get to making a TV show on the internet. Right. It's well, but it's still but it's still uh, at least in my opinion, and I may be too close to it, but it's still an internet show. Right. It still has the internet sensibility of just being dirty and cheap. It does, but only because you can read comments underneath it. If you click full screen on that show on a 4K TV, which I have many times, mm-hmm. it's a TV show. The oh. way I watch Star Wars show is I go, to the, I go to YouTube, I pull up the episode, I click the button, I hit full screen, and that's not an internet show to me anymore. Oh, wow. The way a lot of people watch internet shows, um, and you have YouTube on the, I have the same I know, I do, I, and I never watch it on this. Well, yeah, because the way a lot of which people is, watch... Which well, is, by the way, that was one of the slogans that I really wanted for the billboard, yeah. Star Wars, the way it was meant to be seen on a mobile phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome but they didn't like that uh but i think a lot of people see they see <clears throat> videos on the side they see comments underneath they see a like and a share and a thumbs up thumbs down button mm-hmm. and they're like that's not tv tv is a rectangle uninterrupted mm-hmm. and um so there's a button where you can just do there's that. a button where you can do that but i think the difference it. i think the difference between tv shows looking like a tv show and acting like an internet show is a television show talks at the audience but an internet show is trying to talk to the audience if that makes sense i think the internet show is trying to say like no no you're one of my buddies mm-hmm. like and subscribe by my merch um you're in here with me and i think that's a that's the difference between a, a television a television person coming in saying we know how to do this better than you right and the internet person going no, you don't, because you don't understand that the whole reason that this is popular is because you are cultivating a community around your persona and creating their their love for you, not how good your content is. Sure. Yeah. I mean, and it's interesting, right? And you also look, I mean, I think movies are doing the same thing to TV, right? Or, yeah. Yeah. You know? But you'll just see a lot of disingenuous, disingenuous internet shows that are super slick. Or they'll put an influencer in a super slick web show right. on YouTube Red and it'll do nothing. Because yeah. it's disingenuous to the medium because the medium is built on personality. Yeah. Exactly. So, and mm-hmm. to quote Star Wars, there's always a bigger fish. That's <laughs> true. Big Gooba fish. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, keep us posted on that, on that story, Oh, Scott. I'm sure you will um, be very <laughs> posted. Uh, if you haven't noticed, everything is horrible. So if you want to retain any last sliver of sanity, you should probably get some earbuds to block it all out. And hey, maybe you already have some, but life is impermanent. So go to tweakedaudio.com and grab a backup pair of durable, tangle-free, and noise-canceling earbuds in one of seven styles and seven colors so you can drown out the sounds of the dystopian hellscape that is everyday life. Again, that's tweakedaudio.com and use the offer code GEEKBOX at checkout for 33% off your purchase and free worldwide shipping. In the meantime, we got some more questions from the Facebook group. Uh, while Marty is here, I figured we'd go through a few of them. Michael Perrin asks, Marty, what's the meaning of life according to Marty Sleva? Jesus. What the fuck? It, this is a tough question. I mean, yeah. you could have a dumb answer. Like, be excellent to each other and party on, dude. That's a good one. That's, a, that's, that's beautiful. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I don't, it's, it's find... Uh, your own happiness while simultaneously making sure that you are not taking away from anyone else's happiness. Yeah. 
Like that's um, really good. To yeah. quote the drummer from Spinal Tap, "Have a good time, all the time." I like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Never settle. Don't get lazy. Yeah, being lazy is terrible. Mm-hmm. Don't um, s- don't quit. Yeah, don't quit. I don't know. I mean, also, don't, don't never become comfortable with being. Or don't become comfortable with being uncomfortable. Like just, just always have that. Like that's like, a that's a that's a good yeah. sort of opposite of never settle. Because I think you can definitely settle into just not having a good time. All yeah, the time. yeah. Ryan, what about you? I have no idea. What's your mantra? You're alive, right? So obviously, there's something motivating that weird little badger-like tendency that you drink have. water. Yeah. Ask me. Ask me later. What? What are you? Reply hazy. Ask again later. <laughs> huh? You're like a magic eight ball. Yeah. Okay. Well, good talk. Thanks a lot, Ryan. Welcome to the show where we use our mouths to deliver words for others to hear with their ears. <laughs> All right. Glad to be here. Great. Uh, thanks, Ryan. I'm just really knocking it out the park. Just two four seven. Uh, Cameron Dag asks, "How do you feel about modern hip hop like Kendrick Lamar, Tyler the Creator? Do any of y'all fuck with it? I do. Yeah, I think I we do. fuck with it. You listen yeah. to a lot yeah. of hip hop just like I do, right? Mm-hmm. I think there was like a tendency to." Uh, give up on it when because you everybody grows up with certain a certain era of music sure and then a lot of people they reach our age and, and everything after that is dumb yeah you reach our age and you have like 10 your 15 20 favorite albums right yeah and then you, you pick the political side and like mm-hmm. a way you eat your steak and pizza and then you die yeah you just ride that out until <laughs> that's yeah it. that's it so it's very odd for people to be like it's also like i think with hip-hop specifically it's a young man's game same with sports, right? Mm-hmm. So you get in a weird spot where you listen, you're in high school and you're listening to people who are older than you and they're rapping and you're listening to people that are around your same age and they're rapping and you're like, oh man, this guy's really doing some stuff I could, I could learn yeah. from. And then you get to be like your mid thirties and you're like, oh, and, chance the rapper's a lot younger than me. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, oh, a 17 year old dude is telling me how to save money. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah. I know. I listen, I listen to everything. Yeah. I think, uh, rap as a whole is is growing and maturing in interesting ways where you can still have that 17 yeah. year old that that just sounds like gritty and raw and and his album isn't mixed correctly but you see the potential in it um and at the same time you have amazing albums like kendrick and and you know frank ocean uh but then like jay-z released at what 45 or whatever mm-hmm. he is he released an album this year called 444 that is like the most one of the most honest like adult hip hop albums ever where he talks about seeing his therapist and he, he laments cheating on his wife and yeah. has an entire song advising young rappers how to save their money. Yeah, he's like you should you guys should buy art it appreciates better than than drugs and, <laughs> and diamonds from Jacob the jeweler. Yeah. And really like I, I wish I had invested in a lot of real estate in Dumbo growing up. Yeah. yeah. Which is a hot neighborhood in Brooklyn now, but I really I mean, he, screwed he that does up. this all everything rhymes. Yeah, it's, when he's it's talking about <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't sound like a mumbly old Jewish man. Like I, I, I should have invested in Dumbo. I should, oh, if I was only there. <laughs> I tried to get the Nets at a cheaper price, but I just settled for what I could have done. Uh, yeah, as, as, I don't know. I love stuff like that because it's weird. Because we're we have the same. I don't know. We there's a lot of mediums that are very young that we grew up with that we're watching get old for the first time, and the pioneers of those mediums are basically pioneering how to be old. Right? right, we're old on the internet, and mm-hmm. we're like, how do we make? How do we keep making show? How do we keep doing this shit in our thirties and forties and fifties and sixties? Mm-hmm. Like when we sixty go years old, behind the camera, exactly. That's how you do it? Yes, yeah, exactly. That's a big part of it, uh, or behind a microphone. Yeah, right. And you just this babble nonsense, yeah. but yeah, no, no, I lo- I love hip hop. I think it's important to differentiate that that. that that grew up with it in the golden era and like the eighties and nineties mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And that also that influence is still so there today. I don't think the music has changed dramatically mm-hmm. in a way that, you know, it's unrecognizable. So yeah, I still listen to it. I don't get like, yeah, I'm a little elitist about old shit being better. Cause it sure. was, but, <laughs> but I still listen. I still listen. Same way in the same way you're elite. Like, uh, well, the super Nintendo was better than anything that's happening. Yeah. yeah. You know, like yeah. whatever, but yeah. I love it. Like I don't know. I like I love Link to the Past. I fucking love Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. So. Well, uh, also I was going to say like present time uh, excluded. Um, shit was a lot worse in the nineties. Yeah, eighties and nineties. Yeah, totally. So totally. Well, yeah. I mean, like statistically, what? no. Um, like, in what way? Like 
Uh, like outside what, of what a few specifically major... do you mean? Are you, okay, so... are you talking about Dinkins, like Mayor Dinkins in, yeah. in New York in the nineties, or fucking Giuliani? I mean, yeah, specifically, it was like awful. The, the crime, the crime in New York, like gun violence, murder, all that shit, all the shit that defined lyrics, um, is is statistically way down. So if you're rapping about it, like, guess what? Like, it's you really it's really not happening to yeah you, right? yeah like oh, and, in the in mean. sort of okay. like the peak of like 50 cent uh yeah. and dipset and all those guys and the in and and like the they're all like i'm rich i'm happy everything's yeah. fucking cool any of those guys rapping about like yo i killed 100 people today it's like no you didn't yeah. like yeah. we have those numbers no <laughs> we know where you live like that didn't happen yeah but i got a grizzly bear that's fucking iced out on my album exactly. cover in a mansion exactly <laughs> So, like, I mean, it, but in a lot of ways, there's still a lot of things to be angry about. There's still a lot of fucked up shit happening. The cops are still, you know, beating up black people and killing them and getting away with it. So, yeah, they're going to keep rapping about it. Mm-hmm. Listen but, to Ice Cube's Black Korea. Exactly. Ryan's going to do that when he gets home. Yep. You should do that when oh, you get yeah. home. Jeff Hidalgo says, you guys talk a lot about writing comedy, but what about being funny in real time? Do you have a science to it, or is it a natural ability for your character class? Oh, these guys just have brain damage. It's a That's, little bit of that. I think. I think. I, I do think a significant part. Of Natural ability. I would say it's more of a defense mechanism. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you guys don't ever and can't ever turn it off, though. This no. is just how you are. No, it's bad because, like, when I have to be serious, <laughs> it still seeps in. Yeah, Scott's right. It's a defense mechanism. It's also. It's one of those very quick. You. You can't. Nothing you say can hurt me because I've already made fun of me. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like you can't do anything that I've already done. So yep. yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you're not going to make fun of anybody. No one can make fun of me like harder than I can. You make can't fun fire of me. I quit. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. the whole thing about it being defense mechanism is totally true. Like when you're a kid, uh, and I was like a short, tiny, little, scrawny, skinny kid. I got picked on, you mm-hmm. know, and I learned to talk shit because I couldn't, I couldn't punch a guy that was twice the size of me. Mm-hmm. But I could ask him like if you know the the thing in his soda can was his mom's cum. Yep. In front of eight people. And, and then and he then, would be too stunned to say anything. Seven of them were like, what's calm? Yeah. And it's also like, I don't know. I grew up in a very fast paced, quick talking Italian family. You Ooh, did? Shit. Yeah. Two younger brothers and like the son of an immigrant and my father who oh. was from Jersey City, New Jersey, which is just like a sh- one of the shit talking, just the classic, like, you know, dive bar shit talking capitals of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, they made a show about it. Yeah, San yeah. Gennaro Fair, of the town. Yeah, exactly. And you learn very quickly that if you are not quick with it, like someone else wins, and not like it's a competition, but like you just gotta you gotta get you gotta get in there quickly, like with your yeah. darts. You know, you gotta throw your darts real fast. So it's kind of a competition, kind of, but like it's friendly. You know, like and you're you're. The thing is you never want to be too malicious. And sure. that's the the thing that fucked me up is that the, the boundaries for maliciousness on the East Coast are very different than they are in California. So when you come to California, the kind of joke that you can get away with in a room of, of like East Coast Italians that you drop in a room of like soft batch California kids and it, it just right. does it doesn't work. Nope. So you have to learn you gotta learn to you know, to work different angles, work different crowds. But I've also like you know I think you get come to California be a little snowflake a little bit you get a little snowflake <laughs> I, I, ironically because there's no snow here yeah uh, but you know you learn you learn to be quick go to Tahoe bitch yeah <laughs> and it's like I've been doing this shit with you guys for fucking years now mm-hmm. yeah right and when we all get together like this is this is it like yeah. we're this we're like this before. doesn't get any better than this uh, when, and you know, we're all we've all like taught each other too like how to be even faster with it right the way our brains work is just mutated and i think the only way like if you're listening to this and you're like how do i get to the level where i can just you know do that weird freeform jazz yeah you have to surround yourself with people who want to play that sport with yeah. you, you know? right that fourth dimensional chess yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah like i remember like talking to zach ryan right yeah. like zach when he started hanging out with us he was like surprised at how quick we were with all that yeah. and now he's right like he'll mm-hmm. he'll say shit to me in half a second yeah that maybe a couple years ago would have taken him 10 seconds yeah but now he says in half a second i'm i fall out of my chairs in tears yeah. you know yeah it's also one of those like I don't know. It's. I feel like the generally the funniest conversations I have any week are not recorded. Yeah, like we. That's usually like, how it is. I feel like I, we had one night at Comic Con that we were all drinking, where it was probably like one of the funniest three hours of my life. I, w- I was in fucking tears. Yeah, yeah. And we that'll just... be. I, I also don't remember most of it. Yeah, <laughs> but like it was. Well, yeah. So no, for example, we 
like, and this sounds like something we would talk about on the comedy button, but we, somebody made a reference. It, it might have been me to uh, Don't the, Wake Daddy? the game Don't Wake Daddy, yeah. which is a board game yeah. about. Uh, a father. Domestic violence. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's a father in a plastic hat, like a sleeping hat, and he's yeah. underneath a blanket, a plastic blanket, and you have to like crank this alarm <laughs> clock. Got to stop talking about cranking. Crank, it. Yeah, crank your <laughs> crank dad it out. real good until he sleeps. You crank him so hard, and then he sleeps, and then all the kids they're trying to sneak around this dad. I don't know what they're trying to. They're get. trying to get to the refrigerator to eat some snacks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and this dad's like, if these little fucking kids wake me up without cranking me out again, I'm gonna beat the shit out of these boys eating my night sandwiches. <laughs> That's literally. So, what the board game is so about. he springs his fucking head like you you just walking all, rocking around and you hear like because it's just like this wind up yeah because you didn't crank enough you didn't crank him hard enough yeah. and all of a sudden in the middle of the night he's just like <laughs> yeah. yeah he just goes yeah he's, he's like boogly yeah. and his fucking hat <laughs> flies off yeah. yeah and his hands fly in the air yeah and uh, you know like and we just had like a 20 minute conversation where we were trying that. to explain that game to one of our like 22 year old to a millennial who like d- didn't grow up with it yeah which like is incredibly fascinating because yeah. like mansplaining 80s and 90s board games yeah. don't have those things yeah. uh, and so, shit like that is the kind of thing where like you know no one recorded it mm-hmm. but when we get together we have like a 20 minute conversation about it yeah. or like I was talking to uh, we were at a bar and I was talking to Sean Finnegan mm-hmm. and he was like I was like, hey, man, we did, like, some really good field shoots today. And he's like, yeah, you're, you know, you're very quick. You're very good. You know what I really want to do with you? And I was like, what? And he was like, I want to shoot an infomercial with you. And without thinking, in, like, half a second, I was like, oh, you mean, like, for long eggs? Oh, yeah, long eggs. And he was, everyone was like, what? And I was like, you know, like, long eggs when cracking five or six regular size eggs take too long and we fake shoot a fake infomercial for something that's basically <laughs> just a really long egg and it can be like uh-huh. and, so that, and then it. like you throw that in the room and then you sit back and then like four of your friends are just workshopping it in yeah. front of you and what, is like, a, what is a long egg like, like where do you, I, could, do you yeah. crack it from the tip do you yeah. crack it from the middle like i gave you the prompt and you're like what's the black and white part look like in the beginning yeah. we're like there's gotta be a better way yeah. and it's just a guy trying to crack eggs but he's just like on my head on my yeah. hands whoa <laughs> I'll come in there. I'll come in there for that part. Yeah. Or he's just like, he's just like cracking one egg after another. And he's like, Oh, and he's just getting old. He's got like the beard. And it shows like the long egg factory where like the yeah. chickens like are he, just shitting out this, like it just won't end. It's yeah. like a glow stick. And, a and his wife just, leaves in the background. She's like, I can't, can't someone, deal with these long eggs. Someone cracks an egg on the side of a bowl and it breaks their hand. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, God, not again. And so is the guy, like the guy who just pours hot pasta water. Over. <laughs> Huh. Didn't, didn't you come in with your Vince, Vince Offer costume? Yeah. You'd be like, hey, yeah. got a long egg. What I do like, I do you. like, yeah. I do like the idea of a long egg yeah. where it's just like a hole at the end, and you 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 have filled this fake egg container with like three dozen egg yeah. yolks, <laughs> yeah. and it's just constantly coming out the whole time. You're like, and that's, long, that's the long egg. But then you have to start thinking, like, does this have one yolk? Yeah, no. Does it have twenty? No, it should have twenty. Okay, it should so, have twenty yeah. yolks in it. But I think you should have a second infomercial in the middle where it's like, "Are you bored cracking a long egg?" <laughs> <laughs> it's a black and white. It's a black. And, it's, the infomercial switches to black and white of someone like pouring the yeah. long egg and just be like, "Oh God, what can I possibly do?" Attach a television to a long egg. That's fucking brilliant. That's a actually. Mr. Show thing. Yeah, it's sort of like you take a prompt and then you subvert it in the middle with another one, but. Like you do three or four of them, and you're like, "Are you tired of infomercials yeah. telling you how to do things?" Shut better? the fucking TV off. Yeah, you're like, what is this about? <laughs> Inception yeah. commercial. Yeah. You're just so. It's like 12 <laughs> minutes, and you're this deep into the sketch, and you're like, I don't even understand this anymore. Yeah, so, yeah. So that's. I mean, that's just how the brain works. It doesn't make any sense. You just have to be around weird people who are okay with it. Yeah. So yeah, college isn't for everyone, kids. I was at I was at a party once and me and this other kid were like blacked out drunk and we were just going back and forth coming up with fake country western band names and this one girl after like an hour just stood up and she was like I don't fucking get it. <laughs> And she left, and I was like, "Oh, I'm very glad that she's not here anymore." Yeah, yeah, you know, good. This isn't for you. Leave. Yeah, we we were like Budnick, Kentucky, and the Langoliers, <laughs> you know, shit like that, or like Uncle Chestnut and the Fudger Butters, and we just did that for an hour. 
And to me, that's funny. And to other people, that's the dumbest thing in the world. And they're probably right. Tommy but. Wilkinson and the Tommy Knockers. <laughs> Why were there two different t- uh, Stephen King properties? The Tommy Knockers and the Langoliers. Yeah, exactly. That's why, that's why I said Tommy Knockers. I'm just always fascinated when there's like a band where there's like the, the front man has his full name and then everybody else is just like a, a bunch of things yeah. grouped in. It's yeah. uh, it, it, yeah, Ray Stevens and the Silver Bullets. Yeah, no. shit like that. Hidalgo Henderson and the Cum Rags. Uh, <laughs> very few of you can answer this, but we can. Uh, all right, I'll, go I'll, for I'll it. I'll add a twist to it. I got it. No, I got you won't be one. able to do this at all. This is definitely oh, a Ryan yeah. question. Colin Boshald says, "What's the best food to eat while stoned?" I'll add or drunk. Can't answer that. Okay. Great. Uh, Another stumper. Fucking, I love. I love a like thick, greasy, just blue cheese, jalapeno, bacon, Mm. fucking trash burger. Yeah, I love that. With with just fries, super crunchy fries. Yeah, fuck, give me that. Yeah, I fucking love that. I feel like really drunk. It's something fried. Yeah, it's like like tenders, jalapeno poppers. God, who mozzarella sticks? Who was it? Was it? I think it was you. Maybe it was maybe it was Zach Ryan. Like after the IGN party, he's like, "Are you saying at the Hard Rock?" I was like, "Yeah." I goes, "Fucking order those chicken fingers." Oh yeah, order those chicken fingers. Yeah. And then I got up to my room at like uh, two two thirty in the morning. I was like, "You just have chicken fingers." <laughs> um, I, I, Excuse I, me, sir. Chicken fingers. That fucking feeling of like getting getting room service. When you're bl- you're drunk as fuck. Oh, dude! I sprung out of bed like a like oh a fucking God. Dickens character. Like, oh, might be visited by a ghost. And, and it's two thirty in the morning, and they bring like four forks and six and it's plates. An, it's on silver, and you open yeah. it up, and you're like, That's they, just, think, they, they come think, into your room. They're like, where should I put it? I was like, I don't fucking care. Yeah, I'm like, put it on the bed. Put it on the floor. Who put cares? Put it on the bed. <laughs> That's what I, I ordered room service the other night. Drunk at like three o'clock in the morning. I'm, I'm trying to eat healthy, but I'm like, I'm working Comic Con for five days in a row. Like, yeah, it's not gonna happen there. Yeah. I'm like, fuck it. And they, they, they when, in, in, when in Rome, I'm in pajama the pants TV and like a white t-shirt. Um, he's like, where should I put it? I go put it on the bed. <laughs> like. And I ordered it was just a huge like spinach salad but with a huge a steak on it and then just like a this twenty four piece thing of wings. Yeah. And my it man was, it was the kind of food where they put enough silverware where the guy walked in and he was like, There's a family. Yeah, there's yeah. definitely and a I family. Was like, no no no, sir. <laughs> no, this, this is one big fucking burly yeah. drunk man and he this wants is... to sit on his bed. I want to eat wings on my bed. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> your you... bed. I want to fuck up your bed with your wings. <laughs> Did you think because my receipt said Brian Altano Ziff Davis there was more than one man here? <laughs> I, that's right. I realized uh th- and this is this is the like Probably one of the most first world problems in the world is opening up the door to your hotel room while you're holding a gigantic plate of food you just ate from room service. So you can, so you can put it right out outside. outside of your room like a shitty king. Yeah. Like, it is the hardest thing. Cause it's like, well, it's the, also those, the hard thing because you're like, where's my side of the wall? Yeah. And then, <laughs> it's like, am I going to put it in the neighbor's side so I don't look like a fucking, and the fucking troll? And the door. <laughs> like, oh, God, Shrek is staying in this room. Hotel room doors are not designed to stay open at all so no. you're there with like your, your foot you're now fat full of salt foot and you're like babby holding the tray and you're opening you're spilling wing sauce on yeah. yourself the door locks behind you and you have yeah. to go downstairs you just ate more food than you like a shameful amount of food yeah. on a bed by yourself that they thought was for three you're people. like let me cover up this plate so they don't see that I fucking yeah. ate the bones too. And I know, like one day that's gonna that's gonna happen to me I'm gonna what's Which, gonna happen is I'm gonna push that door with my fat salt foot i'm gonna drop this fucking gigantic clanging tray of shit <laughs> Carmen gonna be up there. i'm gonna be in boxer shorts and a white t-shirt covered in wing sauce and i'm gonna get locked out of my room like goddamn fred flintstone <laughs> and i'm gonna go down to the lobby at four o'clock in the morning and it's gonna be like this family that had five layovers and then dmx and i'm gonna be like i got, I got locked out putting the garbage on the floor inside of my room because i ate like a fat sick king how bad 
Help me. Help me. Help me. And I'll go upstairs. I'll be so sad. I'll open up the fridge that isn't even a real fridge, but it's just full of like peanut M&Ms and Pringles. And I'll eat a bunch of fucking cold Pringles yeah. and, and fucking gobstoppers $7 a piece. Yeah. Get like a, a Glenn Livid couplet or whatever. <laughs> just pound it down and go to sleep and wake up. I was so drunk that I was like, I'm going to have this bottle of water yeah. instead of going over four feet and getting it from the, the faucet. And then I... In a moment of sobriety, I was like, how much is this water? Yep. Fifteen dollars. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh I think you do that thing, like, to be completely honest. Then you're, like, going to bed and you're like, hey, you know what I never get to do? It's just <laughs> masturbate into the air. <laughs> just... <laughs> It just it's just like it just hits you like I, you can nut into the side of your own the bed's fifteen feet long. You just nut in one corner. Yeah, and you'll never meet that nut again. And then you just you roll over fat with your fat cum belly and you're like fat and you wake up in the morning, and you're like, time to wake up. I'm gonna throw my clothes on the floor. You take a shower and you throw your fucking towel on the floor, leave a winter bear on the toilet, and then you check out. Yep. You don't even have to go downstairs anymore and be like, I made a mistake. Yeah. You just throw your key in the trash and leave. Yeah. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's my review of hotels. <laughs> yes. Stay at the Hard Rock. Hotel for dogs, apparently. That's correct. Yeah. D-A-W-G-S. Uh, are, we go- are we good? Yeah, we're good. That's, yeah. The com- <laughs> that's the comedy button. I'm Brian. That's Scott. That's Marty. And that's Ryan. If you want more, head on over to thecomedybutton.com or patreon.com slash comedy button. For exclusive episodes, you can kick us a buck or, mo- or more a month, and uh, we'll hook you up with some cool shit, like movie commentaries and Google Hangouts and movie Hangouts and Google commentaries. We got it all. A Google commentary? Wow. We also got merchandise you can buy there, such as T-shirts that you can nut in in a hotel. Yep, and get wing sauce on. Hell yeah, <laughs> that's your jam. Or if jam is your jam, you can get some jam on your titties. Peanut butter on one, jam on the other. Rub them together, make a sandwich. Show. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, we do other shows. Like I don't want to plug them now because I'm embarrassed. But you know where to find them. The I Emmy you... nominated Star Wars that's show. Right. That's right. Uh, and on top of that, you can uh, I don't know just fact, just be be pretty good. In you the should world. go. Go watch the 2018 Future Emmy-nominated variety stream at twitch.tv slash geekboxing. Yeah, go ahead. Do that. Yeah. 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 Go ahead. Come at me, Star Wars show. All right, we will. I think I think they will. <laughs> okay. Quite easy for them. They have a law team. They have like a... can't even get their ship out of the the water. What? What? That's they. They got they their got ship out of the water. The water. Yeah, yeah, the you got a little scene. green man help you. He was a very important figure in that film. Well, you're a little green now man. Now he's you dead. What happens when your ship falls in the water? He's not again? dead. He came back. Yeah, and returned in prequels. And yeah. he's probably made a million dollars in action figures, despite looking like a frog. <laughs> <laughs> Good night. Button is executive produced by Andrew Rowland, Curtis Ruska, Laura K. Buzz, Luis Cancado, Matt Shotrop, Paul Grabovac, and Paula Shaw.